Annie Delancey stood in the warm, quiet kitchen and slowly peeled apart the last two pieces of streaky bacon. As she fitted them into the large skillet, where the other rushes were already buckling and sizzling on the heat, she felt an overwhelming sense of happiness. It was Saturday. Her family was here for the weekend. She would do pancakes. She glanced round at the neatly laid table, smiling with pleasure at the vibrant golden daffodils lighting up the centre, competing with the glass jug of freshly squeezed orange juice and the square of yellow butter on its white china dish. Her son Ed, now twenty-six, worked unholy hours as the manager of a restaurant bar in Islington, and she hardly saw him, so having him home was a treat for her. But this visit, she knew, was not so much to hang out with his dear old mum as to avoid his freezing stroud green flat where the heating was on the blink. When she'd heard he was bringing his girlfriend, Emma, she'd asked Marcia, her second child, and barely a year younger than Ed, to come over for a late breakfast. She took the maple syrup from the cupboard and set it on the table, then moved to the window and gazed out at the well-kept mature garden with satisfaction. It was beautiful, the way the pale spring sun lit up the frosty landscape. She and Richard had planted out the garden, mostly from guesswork, when they'd first moved into the house, just before Ed was born. And it had worked, despite the inevitable restrictions of a long, narrow London garden. They had tweaked and improved over the years, mostly Richard's doing, adding the inevitable wooden decking a few months ago. This was now bordered with earthenware pots of various sizes, planted up with herbs, ivy, narcissus, and some dark purple and yellow gold-laced primulas, all slow to bloom because of the late frost. Mmm, great smell. Annie hadn't heard her husband come in. Richard was leaning his tall frame close to the pan, sniffing appreciatively. Shouldn't these go over? he asked a little anxiously, prodding the rashers with the metal tongs. Indeed, the bacon was already crisp and on the verge of being burnt. Annie grabbed the tongs from her husband and began to salvage the contents of the pan decanting the rashers onto a plate lined with kitchen towel before putting them in the warm oven. Shall I tell them it's nearly ready? he asked, pointing to the ceiling. Leave them, she said with a smile. They'll smell the bacon if they're even halfway conscious. She looked at her watch. Marsh should be here in a moment. And sure enough, on cue, the front door banged, and she heard footsteps on the stairs leading down to the kitchen. Hi, darling, you look frozen. Annie put the oven gloves down and turned to embrace her daughter. Marcia's cheeks were pink from the cold, her blue eyes bright in her oval face, her long, pale blonde hair drawn back into an untidy ponytail. She shivered slinging the post she'd retrieved from the doormat onto the kitchen table before rubbing her gloved hands together. She eyed the breakfast preparations hungrily. 
Maple syrup. I know what that means. She gave her father a hug and took off her black coat, unwinding her red wool scarf before thinking again and wrapping it back round her neck. Shall I wake them now? Richard asked again. And this time, Annie nodded. Lucy was first down. Annie saw her wince as her bare feet hit the chilly terracotta floor tiles, tugging over her hands the sleeves of a navy jumper that covered her tartan pyjamas. Rounder than her sister, with wavy auburn hair and soft brown eyes, Annie always marvelled that they had produced two such different daughters, different in looks as well as personality. It's freezing, Lucy complained. Her father smiled.